Hey everybody, welcome to Uncomplicated Truth Talk with your host, licensed Christian counselors, Dr. Kim and Naomi. Each episode, you will hear the truth of the Word of God in a relaxed, real, and authentic conversation that help you navigate the issues in life and help you stay in the lane God has for you. So grab your coffee and listen to Uncomplicated Truth Talk with Dr. Kim and Naomi. Listen, it's recording now. Hello? Yeah. Hi. Hi. Okay. <laughs> wow. Uh, this is different because Kim pushed the button this time. Yeah, I pushed the button and uh, Naomi didn't even know I was pushing the button. Right, and, and I wasn't ready, but here I am. But yeah, you're like busy over there doing the your thing. button pusher. Well, guess what? We have to get going here. Like we got, I know. We got stuff to do and, you know, we got to get the recording done and... I know. Yeah, I know. Okay, let's yeah. let's get this going. Okay. So, wow, this was a week and I I could say that the word that God put on my heart for the week was faith. Mhm. And fear came up, which was what we talked about last yeah, week about fear or the maybe a couple couple weeks, weeks. So a couple weeks about yeah. ago about the fear of the Lord. Fear of the Lord. Yeah. So it kind of came again full circle <laughs> where he today this morning brought me back to um scripture that was talking about fear of the Lord, but, um, can I just take a moment and just say how amazing he is? Yeah. God is good. He really is. He's so faithful and he, he truly is in all the details of our life that that's that right there is makes me in awe of him Mm -hmm. because you're talking about the creator of the universe and he's in all the little details. He is, and I mean, even during this time, because now we're doing this podcast after election, yeah, and things are crazy. Yeah, right now absolutely. they're crazy and absolutely. out of control. Uh huh. But he's still in control. Like, he's still in I control. Remind people he he knew this was going to happen. Yeah, he like, did. If you step back and say, "Okay, God already knew this was going to happen," this is part of the plan. Yeah. That that takes away that should take away our fear because it's not on our shoulders right to even worry about it because no God, but we we have a responsibility in it mm-hmm. all and our responsibility is to be praying about yes uh, you know about this election and mm-hmm. but I mean that's nothing new we're supposed to be praying about everything yes. anyway you know because the word says pray without ceasing so I mean. You know, no matter what the struggle or, you know, the event that came up that just hit you by total surprise. Right. Um, yeah. Pray. We have to be praying. Like, you know, and that's one thing that I notice when I'm counseling that that's not the first thing people think to do mm-hmm. is to pray. And so when I point out to them, like, well, what do you do when you're um, sad? They're like, well, you know, I was talking to a, a young counselee the other day. Well, I go to my dad. And I'm like, that's great. And, you mm-hmm. know, and he, he talks to me. I was like, do you guys pray? Mm-hmm. No. I'm like, that's what I want you to start doing. Yeah. It's just simply pray in all matters. And then I brought out Proverbs 3 that we need to acknowledge him in all our ways. So yeah. that means if you don't acknowledge or invite Christ into every uh, experience or everything that you're going Circumstance. through, or, yeah, then 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 you're not going to feel his presence, even though he's there. You have to acknowledge him. Mm-hmm. So, um, 
another thing that really stood out this week is um, I'm counseling a young girl and uh, she just turned 11. And what's really cool is that she was writing herself goals. Mm-hmm. And that's so impressive, first of all, for such a young kid to sure. do that. And so she brought her goals back. And she really took time thinking about him. I was just so proud of her. And um, she shared him with me. But before she came in, you know, I was in prayer. Like I usually, I always pray before I have a session. And I was like, let me see what scripture says about goals. Mm-hmm. And so I Googled that and a lot of scriptures came up. And so I wrote down three, which I didn't even realize right now until I said it out loud that I yes. did three. Uh-huh. Which is That's completeness. awesome. <laughs> Um, so I, I picked out, um, Proverbs 21, I picked out three, but what I didn't realize until the end is that they all flowed Mm -hmm. in perfect order. And here's what I mean. Um, and give me a minute cause I'm, I'm pulling this up on my U version because there was different versions that I liked better. So the first scripture was Proverbs three. Um, so let me pull that up on you version there we go and it was the nlt um version so it was proverbs 21 verse 5 in the nlt and it says good planning mm-hmm. and hard work leads to prosperity mm-hmm. but hasty shortcuts lead to poverty so um you know, it talks about setting those basically good planning and don't be um, hasty and quick mm-hmm. uh, to do that. But if you plan well and you work hard, it'll lead to prosperity, which another uh, word for prosperity is success. Mm-hmm. So then I gave her... Did, sec- you go, did you go to Proverbs 27 on that as well? No. Is that a good one too? Um I took her, so that kind of flowed from Proverbs 21 about planning and mm-hmm. then Second Chronicles 15, 7, and this is the NIV version. So that said, um, but as for you, be strong and do not give up for your work will be rewarded. Mm. So I was sharing with her that if you be persistent and persevere we've talked about that don't give up on these goals Mm -hmm. your work will be rewarded and then I finished with Psalms 37 verse 4 also in the NIV version so it was Psalms 37 verse 4 it says let's see nope (laughs) in the new king james it says delight yourself also in the lord and he shall give you the desires of your heart which is very similar so yeah so because one of her and i didn't know this before she came in but one of her goals was to be more like jesus Mm -hmm. so that just tied in that if you delight yourself in the lord you focus on the lord Mm -hmm. he'll give you the desires of your heart Mm -hmm. which was great because the other goals she had i just said if you make this one your number one goal and focus like to be more like jesus 
all these other goals that you have are just going to fall right into place. Yeah, It was just perfect. You know, and then I just um, shared with her that gaining knowledge um, leads to faith and faith leads to no fear. So let me let me repeat that again because it's pretty profound. Knowledge leads to faith. Faith leads to no fear, mm-hmm. which brought me to Second Timothy one seven that for God has not given us a spirit of fear, yeah. so we shouldn't have no fear. Right. As Christians and believers and and walking with Christ, mm-hmm. we can literally live our life with no fear. Yeah, that's right. And it reminded me of. Um, this is not what I came up with, but Ray Comfort, I live, I listen to him on, he has a channel on YouTube that's Living Waters. Mm. Uh, he's an evangelist. Yeah. And, um, he has some really <clears throat> great examples for people on the street, basically, to understand, like faith. Yeah. And so he uses the parachute example, where if you, it's not good if you jump out of a plane without a parachute. You know right. what's going to happen. Yeah. But people still jump out of a plane, but they have a parachute on. Sure. But you have to gain knowledge about the parachute. Yep. Right? Mm-hmm. Like you have to You have to know, know about how, your equipment, right? Yes. How it works, what to do, um, everything about it so that you can gain this knowledge, which then gives you faith in the parachute sure because now you have faith knowing about the parachute that it's going to save you Mm -hmm. then you then have no fear there's probably a little bit of fear but there's no fear when you jump out with the parachute on right because you you trust your equipment Mm -hmm. yeah so how do we relate that to a relationship with with christ that we have to gain knowledge in his word Yes, this is so important why we always say you have to be in the Word. And, and it, it just it gets me when clients say, well, I don't like to read or eh, I haven't picked up my Bible. Right. You know, maybe I should, you know, just kind of willy-nilly on that. But no, it's not a matter of really that's not a choice you get like this is your this is your equipment yes to run with the faith yeah. if you're a believer in Christ this this holy bible is your equipment there just like if you're going to jump out of a plane the parachute is your equipment yeah this is going to tell you what to do in life and help you through all of those obstacles and the circumstances we walk through mm-hmm. if we don't have this equipment the bible Mm -hmm. then we're kind of sunk and we are living in fear then yeah because uh, well yeah i think we're we would be living in fear because we wouldn't know how to handle a situation right you know because the bible tells us how to handle situations Mm -hmm. all different kinds of situations so we have to be familiar with our equipment yeah it gives us it gives us hope and honestly, it's it's not a Band-Aid. So it isn't. So many things today you can think of that are just Band-Aids to take away the fear or Band-Aids to help with your anxiety or Band-Aids to help with sadness and depression. But, man, he has all the answers in here if we truly believe it, mm-hmm. like we talked about. Right. Believe his word. Right. Um, and apply it in our lives. Mm-hmm. You have to apply it. 
It's like you have to put on the parachute, right? Yeah. You can't. You have to apply it to your body. That's a good point. You cannot learn about the parachute, set it to the side, and jump out of the plane. You have to have the parachute on you. You have to apply it to your body. Right. So that you can use the equipment. Yeah. You have to apply this word, the Mm -hmm. word of God. Yep. You have to apply it, you know, but you have to gain knowledge in it before you can apply it. So just like the parachute, like you have to you have to gain knowledge on how to operate it. Yeah. Before you actually put it on. Right. Before you apply it. Right. Yeah. You have to do that. And when people do that, didn't that didn't that allow you to recognize who truly is walking with the word and who's not? Like, people can say, I'm a Christian, and you can tell that they're not truly applying the word. Well, yeah, because if people are walking around right now in fear because of whatever choice they made in the elections and all of the craziness that is happening, if you're walking around in fear, guess what? You didn't apply this word to your situation because, let me just take us uh, to... Um, second Daniel, let's go to Daniel real quick. Daniel two and it's 21 and 22. And it says, and he, and that's capital H Mm -hmm. changes the times and the seasons. He removes Kings and Mm -hmm. raises up Kings. He gives wisdom to the wise and knowledge to those who have understanding he reveals deep and secret things he knows what is in the darkness and light dwells with him Mm. so i mean this says god is in control of all things yes um but just like the lord it says um and knowledge to those who have understanding so just like the guy in the parachute, he has to get knowledge about his parachute uh-huh. before he could apply it to our lives. And in this verse, you know, God is in control of all things. And that's where our faith has to come in, is that we have to believe that the Lord, he knows the bigger picture than we can ever imagine what that bigger picture is. And right. sometimes... He puts things in place that were that you know in our flesh we question like how in the world is that even going to happen? Yeah. How's that even going to work? But he knows. Right. Boy, I would much ma- rather trust and put all my faith in the creator of the universe than my own self. That's scary. <laughs> that is scary because I mean we come up with our own narratives for things and you know, like I had a, a, a client and uh, it was a couple and they got in a dispute about something, but they created narratives about each other and why each other was doing the thing that they were doing. And they didn't sit down and, and understand the reality. Mm-hmm. What was the truth of what each other was thinking? They created a, a, a false narrative in their head of why they're behaving this way. Yeah. And it, it was nowhere near what the truth was. 
Yeah. Isn't that amazing how God does that where we'll, we'll be sitting there listening to clients and he just reveals what we can see um, that will be able to help direct them in the right path that they can't see. Like they're yeah. talking, they're sitting there talking and explaining something uh-huh. and they don't see clearly what well, God puts and on And I us. always say this because they're in it. Yeah. They're in the junk and then they come to us and we're we're not in that situation. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I wasn't in that argument that ensued because of another family member. I wasn't in there, but they got all up in their feelings. Yes. And that was the problem. They got all up in their feelings and then it turned to another feeling and another feeling, but they couldn't see the reality right. and they couldn't see like how to tweak the situation so things wouldn't have gotten so chaotic. Yeah. And and all they had to do was take a step yeah. back mm-hmm. because, you know, like us, we're like their 30,000 foot view of the mm-hmm. situation. They're in it and they can't see it. Right. But when they come to us, we're that outsider that sees it from a whole different perspective yeah. and that could shine some light on, you know, I always like to use questions. So I'm like, mm-hmm. huh, so what what do you think would have happened if you guys would have pulled yourself out of the situation for a minute um, told the family member to sit tight, pray about what is happening here. You two were going to go pray and we're going to talk about the situation and then came back and showed the other family member that you are a united front on this. Yeah. How could that have tweaked? And, and he even said, we wouldn't have been in, in, in a chaotic situation. Right. I'm like, you're right. You wouldn't yeah, have. Yeah, like I... You know, like we say to people, it's not what you feel, but what you know, because our feelings can deceive us and get us all up into that chaos that you're talking about. Yeah. And then he he actually said, I so see where I went wrong in this. Wow. I I totally see where I let my feelings take control because I want to fix it. And I said, that's right, because a lot of men... They go, they see a situation, and all they want to do is they know they got to fix it and change mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. But there's a process to that, yeah. and, and we can't get all up in our feelings. Yep. I give people three words. I say pause, mm-hmm. pray, yeah. react. Yeah. If, if everyone, when you start getting uh, anxious or even angry, uh, and you're about to lash out, you pause, mm-hmm. pray, mm-hmm. then react. Well, and I like I like to just maybe change that react word into respond because mm-hmm. if we're going to pause and pray, I think the Lord will give us a better response than if we didn't pray, we didn't take a little time out because then that causes a reaction that that is uncalled for and and like this guy said you know he reacted in a situation where he needed to respond in a healthy way and not not get all in the chaos yeah yeah but you know what that's that's learning yep that's a learning Mm -hmm. thing and so now he he knows uh his wife knows 
mm-hmm. how to handle this situation, you know? Yeah. So. They just have to remember what they learned yeah. next time. And so then it becomes a habit. It's consistency. Consistency, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, they have to model that for kids. Yeah. For sure. I've been, that's been on my heart a lot, too, about, I guess, because it's been coming up and I've had some younger clients, this, that. Parents have this window. They oh, have this it's window. It's a short window, too. Yes, it is. Um, to really influence and impact their kids and to make them feel worthy and important mm-hmm. and that they have a voice and that, um, you know, that they're special and that they're loved mm-hmm. because... Um, so much happens in life as they get older when they're out of your protection. Yeah. That if they have that foundation of I'm safe with mom and dad, mm-hmm. I, I'm loved, I'm worthy, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm someone. Yeah. I'm someone, you know. God's children. They then make better choices when they're out in that world. But boy, they only mm-hmm. have a window. Yeah. And I think both you and I, just on a personal level, like... We're sitting back and we're seeing our kids, um, you know, our our oldest daughters. We basically raised them and now they're getting ready to start their lives as adults. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, they're having to make adult decisions. And w- now our role has changed, mm-hmm. you know, even though we'll always be mom. Mm-hmm. But... Um, we're not mom to guide and direct them. We're mom to come with support for them. Yeah. You know, because now they have to figure that out and it's their choices that they are making. And if they want our, our support, we're here to help them with that. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, so now we, we've got, we've got different roles in our own families yeah yeah which is wonderful because we know that we have raised our our kids right yeah we've raised them in the lord um we've raised them with solid values and morals and you know what sitting here as a parent i don't have to worry and i just thank god i I thank god that he came into my life uh, when when my girl was was just a little one, and that's how we chose to raise her, to raise her in Christ, and to have wonderful values and morals. And here I see her as a, uh, you know, as a woman now making adult decisions, and yeah, and I'm sitting back going, you know what? I praise you, Lord, because. Yeah. I don't have to worry about one I thing. I know. It's great. You're yes. So basically, yes, acknowledge Christ in parenting with you. Yes. With your kids as they're young. Yeah. Here's a really good saying that I, um, again, like God had faith and fear on my heart all week. So mm. last night I was listening to, it's called A&O yes. production. Yeah, I love and that. It, he had on a, YouTube. Yeah, he had an interview about how he got started and everything. So it was kind of nice to see the face to the voice. Oh, yeah. Because it's a YouTube channel that does uh, narratives. Yeah. And it's very informative. They have mm. little short clip movies that are great. Yeah. I recommend you look Christian. up A&O production. Christian-based. But A&O stands for Ambassadors of Christ. Oh, that's Our, awesome. AOC. I'm sorry. AOC production because it's Ambassadors of Christ. 
So really? it's AOC production. Because don't we only see A and O? On I think there? that's a difference. Oh, it is. Okay. But yeah, AOC production is ambassadors of Christ. Huh. And he said um, that Christ told him, and this was back in his college days when he was um, going to marry uh, his wife, his now wife. Christ told him, do everything out of faith, nothing out of fear. Yeah. Isn't that good? Yeah. Do everything out of faith, nothing out of fear. Yeah, absolutely. How can you be stirred wrong then? Right, right. So like this morning, we can just kind of maybe end it on a um, chapter that God gave me to text a client. um, Because I just wanted to leave him with something encouraging as I was texting him and setting up another session. But it was, um, I was just flipping through my Bible, and it's amazing how Holy Spirit does that. Allows me to land on where I'm supposed to, right? Yeah. So Psalms 34, and it started out, because I had told him, you know, have a great weekend, being thankful and praising the Lord, and mm. all that you do, and mm. I put Psalms 34. It says, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. But if you read through the rest of the chapter, it talks about... Um, like verse 4, I sought the Lord and he heard me and delivered me from all my fears. Mm. And um, another few ones is that the angel of the Lord encamps all around those who fear him and delivers them. Oh, fear the Lord, you his saints. There is no want to those who fear him. So I get out of that that God will just um, fulfill you. Yeah. In all your needs. Yeah. Um, down in verse 11, I will teach you the fear of the Lord. And it just dawned on me this morning that the instructions of teaching that is in verse 13 and 14. Yeah. Which says, keep your tongues from evil and your lips from speaking deceit. Depart from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. I love that. Uh-huh. Because just to kind of point out, the fear of the Lord is that good fear where you kind righteous. of have red flags yeah, yeah the righteous. righteous fear where where you you want to choose right and god gives you all of these instructions and things what not to do like keeping your tongue from evil and mm-hmm. and how to stay away from those red flags and to live a righteous life yeah so yeah it was this a is good awesome. week yeah no it kidding it really was i i'm just praising the lord for how faithful he is. He is very faithful. Um, and I know that we love him. We love his instructions. And it always takes us into our next day. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, I encourage you to read uh, all of Psalms 34 and uh, see what God speaks to you in that chapter. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, good. Until we do this again. Okay. All right. Have a good one. Uh, bye bye. Thank you for joining Dr. Kim and Naomi on Uncomplicated Truth Talk. We hope you have enjoyed this episode. For any comments or questions, please feel free to contact them at askthecounselors at gmail.com. Until next time, this is Uncomplicated Truth Talk.